Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. So, uh, how... (laughs) (laughs) We are recording this episode. I feel like the day that we're recording this is relevant. It's very important. It is Wednesday, September 30th today. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's that's important um, because the debate was last night, so just, you know give us show us a little grace yeah <laughs> <It's, recovered>. uh, <laughs> um we're not hungover i know that's what that sounded like yeah we're not hungover i mean oh, we're just, I, I am yeah uh, but oh. no <laughs> <laughs> i think like emotionally i am yeah. i am hungover I, yeah. I am hungover from uh democracy and whiskey sours they didn't they didn't pair <laughs> well weirdly enough <laughs> Well, oh, that, well, that's why Trump tried to take all the democracy away. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you think fascism will pair better with your whiskey sour? Uh, no, I think that I think I think I would have needed a vodka base for that. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Can you? It, can I just go to sleep and wake up after the election's over? Is that? Can I do that? I don't want. Will to the election be... ever be over? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to exactly. be present for this anymore. Is that possible? I I have already voted by mail and early. So at this point, I'm just like, I don't I don't need to watch any of this, right? I don't need to be a part of any of this. Well, I mean, obviously, we didn't need to watch away. any of it for making a decision. Right. The decision's been made for a long time. But but then I'm a political science student, and all my classes are like, so everyone watch the debate, right? Let's that talk was, about it. That was not a debate. No, I don't want to analyze it. I don't want to talk about it. I want to think about it ever again. Uh, me I mean, neither. You, I wanted no. You would need a transcript <laughs> just to begin to analyze it. Like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone spoke a full sentence. No. The whole night. Maybe at the very end. Maybe. I, I was just relieved when, when Joe Biden finally said, "Shut up, man." <laughs> we <laughs> shut up, man. That was. <laughs> mm. I was just relieved when it was over. <laughs> yeah, that, there was that, too. He also and told him to up. shush at one point. Which was yes. <laughs> and then he called him a clown for the second time and then was like, uh, I mean, this person. <laughs> I was like, no, Joe, go ahead and say yeah, clown again. It's fine. it's fine. Do you know what we're saying at home? Yeah. <laughs> um, break out any harsh language here. but uh. Yeah, then he told him to shush up after telling him to shut up. I was like, that's not... Just, you go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> in in better news, uh, the trailer for the new craft came out. The new the yeah. craft. The new the craft. The craft. The craft. It's like legacy. a. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yes, the craft legacy. It's like a um, sequel, but also sort of remake. I I think. Right. Yes. Uh, so it is supposed to take place like it's the the other movie happened before this. And there's that that one odd moment in the trailer where one of the new four craft people, uh, <laughs> <laughs> craft services, uh, have a picture of, of uh, Nancy from the first movie, uh, which is actually mm. just a still from the movie. Uh, so yes. that was yeah. so weird because it was a very iconic still. Like it's it's you know uh, I don't know how they couldn't get like a snapshot of Faruja Balk. They had to actually just. <laughs> Take a still from the movie. Yeah, I thought that was very odd too. Uh, the but it does appear sort of like um, 
when they do sequels, but they're really just kind of using the same plot again. I feel like this is a common theme. Mm-hmm. It's like a remake kind of yeah. thing. Like you know? Mean Girls 2 or Grease 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, Grease 2 is so far superior to uh-huh. the original that it's hard to... Right. I'm know. sorry I mentioned Grease 2. It just <laughs> oh, came out. Why did you do that? Speaking uh, of Grease 2. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I... I think that the the uh, Sid, you said this that the, the trailer is getting some heat, right? Like it's uh, people aren't happy about it, but I don't yeah, know how much I, of that's just nostalgia hate. Yeah, I I saw people not exactly thrilled, th- thinking it didn't look particularly exciting. Um, I don't know if it's because it it looks like that similar to the original. There's like a new a new girl moves to town and kind of joins this already collected. Um, almost complete coven of three Mm -hmm. very similar to the plot of the original Um, so I don't know if that was and then things seem to get out of hand Mm -hmm. at least that's what the trailer would imply yeah Um, which is like the first so I don't know if that was the feeling Um, I I was just I'm fine with it even if it's just like the first I I love the craft I will happily watch the remake will um and if Nancy shows up in it that's a bonus I don't I don't think she's in it I, I think that that's been People have, have figured that out that like she's not credited or wasn't a part of it. I don't know. I would, but I, I was just, and I, I, I don't want to judge it on this, but I was a little bummed by the fashion uh, of the, uh, the character. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wanted some goth looks, or at least yeah. one of them to be kind of goth feeling. They were all very brightly colored, but that's a personal preference. Is well, that is that what goth looks like now? No. No, I don't. I don't I'm know. Child, I'm, at, I don't, I'm, I'm not young. No. I'm not hip. <laughs> I don't think goth changes. Like I think goth is. It's like you might get some different details generation to generation, but at least it's it's got to still be black, right? I think so. Like, that's the whole point of goth. All all of our all so. of our um reality is so dark right now. Maybe maybe the real like anti culture. Maybe the real like goth mm-hmm. would be. To wear bright colors. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm against all. No, you don't get to. Maybe. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the looks from the first one were just so good. Yes, they're so just powerful. so good. I'd a, be fine if they wore the same exact costumes. Right, mm-hmm. like it was just the mashup of like that's that school uniform that apparently has incredibly loose guidelines. Uh, yeah. So, but it was the slight overlay of like Catholic uniform, but goth. What a what a good aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It it is weird considering that like we went to a school for a while where we had to wear uniforms mm-hmm. and we I mean like you could not have done I got in trouble for wearing dangly earrings yeah once do you know what they were what were they they were little gold hearts that had a photo of the cast of nine hundred two one zero in them. Oh. <laughs> Rebel. You're lying. You're no, lying. I'm not lying. Sydney, why did... Because I loved that show back then, and I got these earrings that had the whole cast of 90210 and these little gold hearts, and they were dangly, and I remember the teacher saying, we only allow the little Post. studs. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you can't wear dangly earrings. And I was so... I had to take them off and put them in my backpack, and it was such a bummer. So, it, But anyway, it, it, I don't think you could get by with the outfits they wore in the original The Craft. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got in trouble once because my socks were too short. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, uh, I wore pants once 
um, mm-hmm. which was allowed. You could, mm-hmm. you know, I was given yeah. the, the, the girl uniform, but you were allowed to wear pants mm-hmm. as a girl. Uh, but uh, they they just would treat you poorly <laughs> if you did. <laughs> yeah. And then I knew uh, when I was in sixth grade, there were older girls that wore the skirts that were like, but you can roll up the top to make it shorter. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be knee length. But then they got in trouble. Yeah. And they, like, pulled out the ruler, and they were like, this is not... Did they do uniform checks on you all? Like, every few days, someone would just come into your classroom, like, all right, everyone up, we're going to check everyone's uniform. Because that was just a weird, like, fashion show. Like, everyone parades across the front of the classroom, like, nope, your shirt's not tucked in enough. Nope, those shoes are too much of a mix of black and white. They either can only be all black or all white. It can't be both. I don't remember that. I just remember... uh People, mainly uh, boys, getting yelled at in the hallway if they had their hands in their pockets. Mm. Really? That's the only thing I remember about uh, the, in- the earring incident, the great earring incident mm-hmm. <laughs> of third grade. And then uh, the principal walking along the hallways and yelling at boys, get your hands out of your pockets. Mm. Because they were up to no good. That's right. what that means. <laughs> That's what that means when you put your hands in your pockets. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Th- we've already talked about the craft before, though. Yes. Yeah, we have. So we can't talk about that again. But it is, we are, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, we will be in spooky season, official yes. spooky season. So, so it was, it was, yes. And so, of course, we had to, if there was a new The Craft, of course, we had to right. mention it. I mean. And we I'm sure to. we'll talk about it when it is available yes. to watch. Yes. But Riley, what are we actually talking about? We're talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yay. Uh, yes. yes. Um. It's, I now. think, <laughs> right now. As, as Taylor pointed out, that, that this is now. This is currently happening. Um, it's always <laughs> been in one of my, like, top five favorite movies of all time. Not just spooky movies, just all movies, all time. I, I have always found it very comforting. Um, I also just find claymation movies very comforting because there's something about them that's just like, this is, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know, just something about the music and the songs and Jack Skellington just being a spooky guy, but he wants to experience the magic of Christmas. Like, it's very, it's very heartwarming. And also, it, it, it's a movie for two seasons. You could watch it at Halloween or you could watch it at Christmas. And there aren't a lot of movies that you can do that. That is true. It's like that and Krampus. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> They're basically the same movie. <laughs> Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, or uh, Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's another one. Okay, There's yeah. Other, but not a, there are not a lot of kids' movies that you can watch yeah. in both seasons. Yeah. That's fair. That's a really good point. Um, um, I, I did want to ask if Charlie and Cooper were able to nope. get in with this. We we watched up till... Um, I, can't, I always want to call him <laughs> the wrong name. <laughs> Who? Oogie Boogie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kept they, calling mm. him variations of that, and yep. then Charlie would say, "You're saying it wrong," because <laughs> that's what kids do to their parents. Um, yes, he uh, he was too much for the girls. Mm. They were out. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think Cooper would have kept watching, but Charlie was out. Charlie was terrified, and every time I tried to get her to watch the rest of the movie with me, she was like, "No," and I was like, "How about I'll skip past Oogie Boogie, and then you can just watch?" And she was like, "No." Yeah. Okay. I will say, like, got to rewatch. 
there there is a lot of disturbing character design that I mean it's mm-hmm. definitely a kids movie in content but some of those the, the the creepy people of Halloween Town I just you know the clown with the tearaway face that's yeah that's a concept uh, then there's the guy that just has the cleaver in his head like that's you know mm-hmm. everyone else like oh I'm a vampire I'm a skeleton I'm just a dude that was murdered <laughs> walking yep. around <laughs> yeah it's a it's very um. I always found it a little, it's funny that you say you found it comforting Mm -hmm. because it was never, and I'm not saying I dislike the movie. I I like it. I appreciate it. I think anything stop motion, by the way, for me, uh, when I start thinking about like the work that went into making it. That's always crazy to think about. Yeah. I get overwhelmed thinking about how like miraculous the creation of these films are. So like I can fully appreciate all these things. I think the music's great and I get why people like it. I always found it kind of gross and That's kind fair. of disturbing. And so it was never one of my favorites yeah. for that reason. That's fair. That's just my admission. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, that it's like Coraline or um, The Corpse Bride, all mm-hmm. of which I, I love, um, where it, it is a kid's movie, I guess, and it is, like, animated, kind of, the stop motion, the claymation. Um, but... When you get into it, there are some parts in there that are even upsetting and disturbing for adults. Um, I mean, Oogie Boogie, or however, I don't know how Charlie would prefer it to be be spoken. Um, He is a a genuinely creepy character design, like the the burlap sack that Mm -hmm. talks and moves like it does. And yeah, I I get it. Yeah. It does, He's full of bugs. It makes me feel a little better at the beginning when the uh, when uh, Lock, Stock, and Barrel are singing their song about what they're going to do to Santa Claus, and they feed a bug mm-hmm. to Oogie Boogie, and mm-hmm. it's like you know, I, I was really sad for that bug because that bug didn't do anything wrong. But then when you right. find out that he's just made of a bunch of bugs, I'm like, oh, okay, so he didn't really eat the bug. The bug just yeah. joined his bug friends and became a mm-hmm. so the bug was monster. just. <laughs> Yeah, the bug was just at a party. <laughs> just joined the 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 one, the many. We are oogie boogie. I, I like that bug. you were you were more concerned about the possible death of the bug than the possible death of Santa Claus, yeah. which is which well, is also yeah. raised as like a concern in the film. <laughs> Straight up murder Santa. Yeah. Yes. That that also I will say Charlie brought that, that freaked up out later. Charlie. Right. She said she said later she was like so did they did. Were they gonna, um, you know, because she she doesn't like to say those words, kill mm-hmm. or die or death, which I guess is a good That's thing. I guess, yeah. I guess I don't know. But she but she was like, were they gonna um, make Santa, you know, die? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, Santa's not gonna die. Santa can't die. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> Let's not talk about. Let's it's never watch this. To think about. <laughs> you know what? When you're ready, you let me know, yeah. <laughs> and we'll discuss this film again. But it was like she she got very upset at the idea. Yeah. Like, why would they hurt Santa? Why do they want to kill Santa? What is wrong with you, Mom, for showing me this movie? <laughs> Cooper's just sitting there, like taking notes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Cooper likes to play zombie all the time. Like oh, so. we should, they have those masks of the three um, that sing "Kidnap the Sandy Claws." The three little Lockstock what are their names? Lockstock and Barrel. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Um, they have those masks at the Spirit Halloween. Uh, you get one. 
she would wear it. I feel like she, she would wear it. We got her um, um, Sam from Trick or Treat. Yeah. Yeah, Little Punkit. We got her one of those masks. Oh my gosh. That is our favorite prank to play on each other. We use our kids for pranks, Justin and I. Uh, we'll enlist one of them to stand outside like the bathroom door wearing that mask mm-hmm. and just wait for the other one to come out. That's very good. You've, you've got to get Cooper the whole costume. Get her that little orange jumpsuit, little oh, lollipop. They have it. You can get it. We got them both a, one of the lollipops because uh-huh. they sell like their actual lollipops oh, that yeah. they sell. Um, but yeah, we'll have to. They have the whole costume. Yeah. Anyway. Good. Yeah, well, Cooper's Cooper's into the macabre. How, yeah. how I I was wondering when I was rewatching it, how would a parent explain the uh, the constant poisoning of the doctor uh, by Sally? Because I, I mm. kind of forgot that too. I was like, oh right, she just just keeps poisoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I remembered that relationship being pretty dysfunctional, and it's it's like I mean, yeah, he you know he created her and keeps her locked up, but she also just keeps trying to kill him. I guess, yeah. I didn't ask Charlie much about that because she like she wrote it off to me at one point we were watching it and she went she's sort of like Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I was like like a similar idea like the like pieced together and pieced together and created by, by, a, sure. by a scientist that kind of thing. And so like she was drawing that connection and I said yeah but that was as far as it went and I was like we're just gonna let that yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> I'm not gonna maybe maybe six is too young is what i have learned okay. for mm-hmm. this maybe six is too young yeah i don't think i think the first time i watched it i was at some point in middle school because we were doing our christmas concert in choir class and for one of the songs in our christmas concert we sang kidnap the sandy claws and i remember we were going over this song and they were like auditioning for solos to do the three little solo parts that those the kids have and i was like what is this what are we singing what is this from and i remember going home and watching it just like oh okay i get i get it now um but it's it's a very disturbing moment but santa claus is fine at the end <laughs> do not worry santa claus does not don't die worry in this film. santa claus does not die if you, if you were thinking that this was a movie we were recommending for kids in which Santa Claus dies, it's not. Don't worry. Yeah. There are dead that people, would be rough. but not Santa. Yes. Yeah, I saw I saw someone had made a, a blog about how they think everybody in the movie died to look the way they do in the movie. And I started oh. to read it, and then I was like, I'm finding this very upsetting. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know Oh, anymore. like all the people in Halloween Town? Yeah, yeah, like how did Jack Skellington die? Well, have you seen the, the um, theory that um, oh, what is it? The Corpse Bride, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and Frankenweenie, I think is the other one, are all like connected. Like they're the same guy. Because like Frankenweenie is a little kid. And then he looks like a younger version of the guy from Corpse Bride. And the guy from Corpse Bride becomes Jack Skellington. Becomes Jack Skellington. I. What? No. No. This is. I'm just saying. I, I, the, I saw that. they were all connected because Zero is also in. At least two of them, if not all of them, I, and is hmm. not a ghost in all of them. I think it's just, but is with that male character. I think Tim Burton just likes his tall, gaunt, spooky protagonist. That's also possible. That. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Where does Edward Scissorhands fit into this? Oh man, I didn't even think about him. <laughs> They're all the, it's all it's the same. Um, I think Jack Skellington though is one of the best tim burton characters yeah he's very complex he's got a lot going on and he's very spooky to look at 
But the song, what is, is it just called What's This? When he first gets to Christmas Town. Like, that's such a good song and such a good scene. Like, him just looking at all the Christmas stuff. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love I love some of the lyrics in that because they're so silly. Like, no one's throwing heads. Absolutely no yeah. one's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and creeps on the elves sleeping and looks under. He's like, oh, there's nothing under the bed. <laughs> yeah, well, Jack is Jack Skellington is is one of there are a couple literary Jacks uh, that I named my cat Jack after, but Jack Skellington is one of the main ones because I have a tuxedo mm-hmm. cat, so he's black and white, and I call mm-hmm. him Jack Caddington. Because he's a cat, not a skeleton. skeleton. Right. Skeleton. I forgot the word skeleton. Sorry. (laughs) Skeleton. He's not a skeleton. He's not a skeleton. (laughs) It's it's really interesting because if you look at like, uh, aside from that, it is spooky. I mean, and it can, especially for little kids, be downright scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And it does deal with like themes of death Mm -hmm. and it does have i agree i think the characters are multifaceted Mm -hmm. you know i mean they're not they're not just like good guy bad guy Mm -hmm. love interest like they're way more than that um it's it's interesting to me that it was allowed to be made it feels like the kind of film that like slipped under the radar like it's so good you would have expected somebody somewhere to be like oh no Mm -mm. Mm, no too scary for kids nope but it's so good Mm. and it exists it feels like a secret little present Mm -hmm. that like i guess maybe just because it was tim burton they were like well okay. okay all right we'll let you do this and it's so good that's um, why I couldn't believe it was on Disney Plus. I went yeah. to go watch it. And I was like, "This is on, this is with Disney movies, yeah. right?" It's, it's I, a Disney movie. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. I guess it was released under a different. Mm-hmm. It used to be on Netflix. Something. It used to not yeah. be Disney um, because they wanted to. They were. They didn't want to bring it out as a Disney film right away. Because you have lots of little kids come to yeah. see it. Exactly. Because yeah. you know parents have this expectation, like, well, if it's a Disney movie, then it will all be happy and yeah, you know. <laughs> There, there won't be an almost dead Santa Claus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, um, and I think more so than, because, you know, there, there are certain lessons that you could pull from, like, Coraline or Corpse Bride. They kind of have still traditional mm-hmm. ideas, you know, behind them. But I, I was trying to, like, what is the message of, of <laughs> uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? What is it trying to tell us? I, I don't really think that there is something, because it's like you look at Jack Skellington's character arc, and, you know, he tries something new. And through that, he's like, nah, I'm a spooky dude. And then he's spooky again. And that's kind of and the story. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> like, stick stick yeah. to your thing. <laughs> if your thing is being dead and spooky, just do that, man. Stick to what you're good at. Yep. Is that what it's telling us? I don't know. No, nah, maybe it's a the grass isn't always greener kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. he he was he'd been in this line of work for a long time. He he <laughs> the pumpkin king line yeah, of work. Right, the pumpkin king line. Of, he'd kind of lost the joy in it. He'd forgotten all the reasons that he was drawn to it, perhaps in the first place. Sure. He saw this new thing and was like, well, maybe what I need to do instead of trying to like dig deeper in myself and into my craft maybe i just need to like try something else Mm -hmm. and what he learned was like no sometimes you just got to do the hard work on yourself and your own path and rediscover the joy is Mm -hmm. this anything did i find anything i don't know maybe i don't know but i mean also you've got sally's storyline which 
is again she's not just like love interest sally Mm -hmm. she starts trying to poison the scientists that made her like those are her first several scenes um but by the end like jack saves her and then the very last scene is that little that little moment between them Mm -hmm. that uh you know jack's like oh how did i not realize you were here all along like that kind of that kind of thing but also sally was like a a heroine kind of too so Mm -hmm. that's a complex female character (laughs) to throw in there I actually think that it's really, even though it is kind of hard to probably explain (laughs) if Charlie had really noticed, like, is she poisoning him? Um, (laughs) Is she trying to murder him? She's trying to murder him. (laughs) She's trying to murder him. Uh, It is a, it's an important part of the plot Mm -hmm. because it it keeps her from being a a pure damsel in distress. Like, I mean, she might be distressed, but she's doing something about it. She's trying to get herself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. one thing I wanted to wanted to talk to you all about was when Jack first goes through the Christmas door, it shows all the other doors there. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have Halloween Town. It's full of the spooky people and the Pumpkin King and, of mm-hmm. course, like, bats and, and graveyards and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Christmas Town, you got elves and Santa and snow, Christmas trees. It makes sense. The other doors were Easter Door, uh, St. Patrick's Day Door, and Valentine's Day Door. I, I thought think. there was a Thanksgiving door. In Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. yes. I want to know what what those towns will be full of. Like, what is what is Easter Town full of? It's just the one bunny. Is it just the Easter bunny? Is that just where he lives by himself? <laughs> it's just his house. Just a bunny. <laughs> just a bunny alone with a big old pile of eggs. Maybe it's got like. Is that it? I don't know. Maybe like the eggs dance around. I, sometimes the, the Easter Bunny is accompanied by like an ambient chick, chicken. Not, you mm-hmm. know, so maybe there's that. Just there's some, some little chickens. Uh, Can you imagine though, if as, as scary as Halloween Town is supposed to be, is there anything more <laughs> horrifying than you open the door to Easter Town and it's like a giant gaping black void? Of nothingness, <laughs> room with a bunny, with just a single human-sized bunny <laughs> holding a basket and watching a calendar for his time. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, do you remember the uh, the Invader in- Zim, ep- Zim episode where they're on the bus and they're like heading towards a weird dimension, and the dimension that they're heading towards is just called a room with a moose, and they're all terrified of ending up in the room yeah. with the moose. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> a room with a bunny. <laughs> That's all it is, and he's just standing there, staring, waiting. The bunny. And then Thanksgiving door is that just? Are there just turkeys? What else? I'm, I mean, well, again, I mean, no, there's some problematic uh, whitewashing of history. Oh, uh, you're right. That's like, are, are, is it woke Thanksgiving town where they're like, hey, so here's, we're not going to sing a song. We're actually going to give a very <laughs> earnest. Speech. We're going to teach you a lesson yeah. about real history. <laughs> It's either that or it's a tree full of turkeys awaiting sacrifice, which is also very morbid. I I think somewhere out there, there's somebody did like a goof video of if Jack had gone to um, St. Patrick's Day town instead. And it's like a bunch of drunk people falling over in the street, (laughs) puking up green beer. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that would wouldn't want to go there. I've I've been to St. Patrick's Day town uh, here in New York City on St. Patrick's Day, and that is not that is not a place I want to go. That, mm-hmm. It's funny because that was one of the I was reading about the movie, um, and I guess there's always been a lot of pressure to make a sequel because it was so successful. Yeah, that there's always been this like we should make another one of these things, make a bunch more money. <laughs> People really seem to like this, mm-hmm. and. 
uh, and Tim Burton was like, I don't really, I don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't really envision like, and I think that was one of the examples was like, what do what what happens next? Like Jack goes to Thanksgiving Town, yeah. and like that's not what that's nothing. <laughs> that wasn't the future he wanted of this very beautiful movie that yeah. he had created. Like, and now let's check out the turkeys. Valentine's Town. Oh, is that just Cupid? Just a giant naked baby <laughs> with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Sitting on a throne made of like those tiny Valentine's Day cards that you pass out when you're in elementary school. <laughs> and just and like waterfalls of candy hearts. Mm-hmm. See, when I envisioned <laughs> Easter Town, cool. it was more like that. Not like a bunny in a void. Yeah, no, like I don't think anyone you open the door. A, a bunny in a void, but Sydney. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't envision the bunny void. I envisioned, like, you open the door, and you've opened the door into the bunny's, like, house. His apartment, if you will. His loft. Yeah, and it's just, like, him sitting there and, like... Like a 1.5? Yeah, like, open floor plan. Um, And he's just, like, sitting there in a chair. How much is he paying for it? Is he he moving out soon? This is a... This is a rate is it stabilized bunny bunny. <laughs> Maybe the other tenants are place. like are like the chicks or the eggs, you know. Um but he's like he's got a chair made of uh I don't know, Easter eggs, chocolate bunnies. Maybe he's a bunny sitting on a bunch of chocolate bunnies. Um Ugh. and he's just sitting there like he opened the door and he's like, Hey sup. What's it's up? just him. Paint- I've still got a few months until my day, so you want to hang out, watch a movie? It's just him painting eggs. I like the idea that he's just, you know, he's kind of a loner type. He's just alone with his yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. Just me and my eggs. Just, you know, hanging out. In his empty void. No. no. Why does <laughs> why does Cupid get a big a big space for his giant naked baby butt and and the Easter bunny's just left in a void? I, I have always I have always found uh the Easter Bunny kind of scary, yeah. I think, is where this is rooted. I have always mm-hmm. thought, like, because as we've, and we've talked about this before, there are two choices for the Easter Bunny. It is either, like, a bunny-sized, like, an actual bunny. Right. Yeah. That is just, like. It's magical. Magical and maybe can talk but isn't gonna. That's scary. And then somehow transports all these baskets of candy, which how does it do that? It doesn't have opposable thumbs or whatever. Magic. So like all of that's really challenging. And then the alternative is, is it, it's a human sized rabbit man or yeah. woman. I'm or not going to gender this bunny, a human sized rabbit human, <laughs> a human sized rabbit human. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does have opposable thumbs and feet and, and can talk. And can talk. And will. And will. Mm? <laughs> All of these are terrifying. There's, a, there's a, a Halloween maze that we usually do here every Halloween. We're obviously not doing it this year. But we have like different characters from different films and stuff dressed up for kids to like get candy from. And at the end of it, there's always Santa at the end of it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> also, doesn't make sense. But, but also on. the Easter Bunny is there. Yes. And the Easter Bunny costume they have for the Easter Bunny is just a giant, I mean, even bigger than human-sized. Like, yes. too big to be a human. Giant rabbit with giant eyes that do not move. Dead eyes. <laughs> and it is, it is horrifying. That's our, our cultural depiction of the Easter Bunny as a giant bunny. 
I did never it's like scary. The, I never liked the thought of a giant bunny in the house, like leaving stuff yeah. for have me. Have you ever have either ever seen the Guardians though? That uh, animated movie where it's they've got all the Guardians of the seasons or of the holidays. Oh, There's like a, yeah. Santa Claus is in it. Jack Frost is like one of the main characters. Yeah. Uh, but the the Easter Bunny in that I think is you know if that's who I picture because it's a not it's it's a cool Easter Bunny, not a scary mm-hmm. one. He is a he is a man sized Easter Bunny, but he's like he's like uh, he's got an attitude. He's a tough bunny, and I think, oh. I think he has some, maybe some some tattoo like patterns too. I don't I don't know. Oh, there, okay. There's also that really cool depiction of the Easter Bunny in that um. In that other stop motion, you know what I'm talking about? In the Easter Bunny, um, <laughs> it's the same as like Santa Claus is coming to town and the year without oh, Santa Claus oh. and all that. But the Easter one, oh, yeah, that, is that like he's like a cool Easter Bunny with like a, a hat? I think he's got a hat. He ends up with a hat. He ends up with initially hat. he's just like a, <laughs> he like a naked. <laughs> I think he's just like a naked bunny, but he like talks and he like walks around and remember they have to trick the. There's some oh, there's something in the mountains. He can't carry him over to Easter Town. He needs to get his Easter eggs to Easter Town. Is this the secret sequel to Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> anyway, it's it's a fun movie. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, I think human sized bunnies can be done right. What about Bugs Bunny? Bugs Bunny's not scary. Okay, it, yeah. Bugs Bunny with an Easter basket. I'm down with that. I'm down with him coming to hang. I'd out be okay house. with that Easter Bunny. Yeah. I think I think if as a child if. Uh, every year there was a ceremony during which I had to go sit on Bugs Bunny's lap <laughs> well, at the mall, I think I would be terrified of Bugs Bunny. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so the Nightmare this Before Christmas. Yeah, enough about large rabbits. For now. Yes. Right. Um, what did everyone think of the music? Because personally, for me, this is one of my favorite musical movies because I find the music, one, good on its own. Mm-hmm. But two, all of it goes together very well and paints a picture of the of the story. Yes. You, you know what I mean? It could be a musical is what I'm saying. Mm. Why is it not a musical? Ah. Oh, I see where this is going. Right. This is Riley's pitch for please make this a musical that I, I like can it. star in. I don't even I don't even need to be <laughs> in it. I'd be fine with like being the Easter bunny that just like Jack accidentally opens the Easter door and is like, oh, sorry. Easter bunny is just like, it's, it's cool. Um, I, I think it'd be a great musical. I think it would be a great musical. I, I agree. Um, did Charlie, did she get into the... the she games? did. I mean, she liked the music. It just, everything got ruined by how scared she got. Sure. <laughs> yeah. This is Halloween is just a classic though. Because in yeah. the entire month of October, you can just, this is Halloween. You can just and, sing and it whenever you want. Hmm? Then for November, you can, making Christmas, making yeah. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, she did get into, and this is funny because I remember this from back back when the movie came out, is Sally became a very popular Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, being the one that I think is easier to pull off than Jack Skellington. Sure. Because then you have to look like a skeleton. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember that, like, back... Taylor, I don't know if you would agree with this. I feel like there was this point where, when we were younger, if you were cool and not really into Halloween, but also you did definitely want to wear a costume. You know that age where, like, it's mm-hmm. not... 
all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're in a costume until you come back around and realize like wearing costumes is great. Right. We should always wear costumes. Where Sally was like just the perfect costume. Yeah. Because it was like cool and sort of goth. Yeah. yeah well, uh, you, you know, you got the, I mean, the, the Blink-182 song, we can be like Jack and Sally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely like a, a cool kind of emo costume to wear yes and uh charlie definitely got into that because she has a sally costume i was gonna say i thought i'd seen her in a sally costume so i was surprised to uh, hear that she was so scared of the movie no she was i i think that uh, i remember a lot of people who maybe even weren't huge fans of the movie who like latched on to like this looks cool the aesthetic. i'm like yeah the aesthetic of yeah. like a patchwork person who's like sewed together and may fall apart mm-hmm. at any yeah. time um, um. <laughs> I hadn't realized how long ago this movie had come out. It came out in 1993. Oh wow! I thought it was like a like a mid early 2000s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But apparently, it originated as a poem that Tim Burton wrote in 1982 while he was an animator with Disney. And then it took them that long to um, make a deal about what it would be because he didn't want to make it into a movie at first. But then he did. Um, and they released it through a different production company because they thought it'd be too scary for kids. Huh. Um, I think it's it's cool that Tim Burton managed to get so much of his like teenage and like young like pro- properties he made and or kind of came up with at a young age like seen on the big screen because mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands was a drawing that he did. We talked about that when he was mm-hmm. young, when he's a teenager. So mm-hmm. I like the idea that he just had those ideas and kept holding on to them until he found the right venue for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know who I find even more terrifying than Oogie Boogie is the mayor of Halloween Town that has the two faces. Head. Yeah. I hate that. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. You're just there. saying you hate it. I'm you just, just putting it out there. Mad. I mean, I think it's a really cool character design that like he has a spinning head with his two moods because I I would also like that if I could just like spin between Mm -hmm. my two moods and make it very obvious to everyone if I'm in a good mood or a bad mood. Mm -hmm. But it was very scary. Right. Yes. Yes. I, I I found many, I I found many of the characters quite scary. I think Lock, Stock and Barrel are kind of scary. Pretty scary. Yeah. Scarier to think about that they are kids, right? Yes. Like they're children. They're the best trick-or-treaters. Yeah. Yeah. Like eternal eternal trick-or-treaters that's that's a that's a creepy idea that's a pretty good gig though yeah that's true eternal trick-or-treaters you just get candy for always but also don't think too hard about about why they're there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't think about it too much that that is that is a tricky part about the whole thing Mm -hmm. like and that's the why i found i found that person's blog about like here are my theories as to how everybody died and i'm like that's a lot (laughs) to think about it i don't want to but then that they but then when when jack uh you know jack takes over sandy claus's role and gets shot out of the sky by the cops uh <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that Wait, that's right that's yeah happens. uh but then they're mourning him because they're like oh no jack's dead uh he survives but if jack has the ability to be mourned as dead in the movie then he can't already be dead but yeah i guess i guess a bit of a moment there yeah jack gets shot out of the sky by the yeah cops, he does so that's that's what happens in the movie Wow. This is all very intense. It is very intense. Our ideas of children's movies in 1993 were very different, I think. Oh, yeah. 
than our ideas of children's. I mean, still, still a step ahead of where our children's movies were in the 80s, which like occasionally I'll stumble on one of those gems to show Charlie and Cooper. And then I'm like five minutes in like, nope, nope, mm -mm, never mind. There's that was racist. That was sexist. That's a gun. You're smoking. No. okay, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm done with this now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess in the sense that it's scary, it's not a good kids movie, but it's, I mean, it has a good good I message. Think, it's I not like it's... telling kids, go be a, a pumpkin king that takes Santa's job and don't try to kidnap Santa. I think that it, it's, um, it is great for kids of the right age. I think it's like yeah. anything, yeah. you know, you, you've got to aim it at the right age of kids and my kids... I have we have we have established this on the show. I have a habit of introducing my children to things before they are before yeah. they are ready based on their age. Mm-hmm. We know this. But I mean I think that the way that you know if you can get back the spooky past the spooky visuals, I think the way it portrays the spooky characters is actually it's not they're not scary in, in the way that they behave, other than Oogie Boogie, Oogie Boogie scary. But yeah. like all the other people in Halloween Town they support each other. They, you know, come together and, and work together really well. They, you know, mm-hmm. Jack's vision, nobody really fully understands it, but they still help him see it mm-hmm. to fruition. It's, it's a very good community, Halloween mm-hmm. Town. I think, I mean, between that and being in Christmas Town, where there's just like this one big old guy and a bunch of children, I think I'd rather <laughs> be in Halloween true. Town. It's <laughs> true. And I have always appreciated their. Uh, countdown to Halloween. Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes when they're like, "No, it's only 364 days to Halloween." Woohoo! Like the countdown begins the day after Halloween. Well, yeah, I that's that. what I do every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also do that. Yes. So, so maybe it is about appreciating who you are and what you are, and not necessarily wanting to be somebody different because it looks because it looks better from the outside to you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's you know, I think that scene in the in the graveyard after he gets shot out of the sky mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, when he mm-hmm. rips off the Santa Claus suit, it's like I am the Pumpkin King. I think it's you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta lose yourself to find yourself. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, although <laughs> I was I was rewatching this and realized the very very beginning when Jack Skellington first rides in, he is he has a pumpkin head. Yeah. And a different body. And then he gets set on fire and then jumps in a fountain and then is Jack Skellington. Is this their ritual every year? Does he like have to ride on a horse like wearing a pumpkin on his head and then catch himself on fire and then he gets to be himself? Like his Maybe that I was assume- like his Halloween costume was a scarecrow. I assume the scarecrow with okay. a pumpkin head. Okay. I assume that that was his it's sort of like Santa Claus wears the iconic red suit. Okay, that's like his Halloween. I am yes. Halloween. Yes, this is this is what he wears as the iconic figure of Halloween, just like Santa wears the red suit. Well, it makes more sense. He's the pumpkin king if he actually had a pumpkin head. And the for, Easter bunny so that makes sense. is naked, but for a vest <laughs> or perhaps a bow tie. <laughs> Does that mean he's just naked? Every other day of the year? I mean, he's a bunny. That far, okay. far less exciting uh, experience of shedding his, his costume. Yeah. <laughs> Takes off his bow tie in his hip little loft full of eggs. Yeah. Puts it away for the year. Goes back to painting eggs. He Puts tosses, it in his singular drawer. He tosses the vest into the void. Yeah. And goes back to staring. 
dead-eyed really, at the door to the tree. I don't I don't like where you've put the Easter Bunny. I don't <laughs> like that you put sad. him in a void. No, I'm, I'm, I'm putting him in a nice loft. He's got a nice, yeah. you know, rent-controlled, like, 100-square-foot or 1,000-square-foot situation. 100 would be small. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go figure out what my issues with the Easter Bunny are. I have some deep-seated problems. There's some stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you all for watching Nightmare Before Christmas with me. It's been a while since I got to watch it, but... It got me in the spooky spirit, for well, sure. Well, it was oh, good. Yeah. And my uh, my children enjoyed most of it. One day so. they will enjoy all of it. I believe so. Someday. I feel like you, well, I don't know. I was going to say you might have better luck with the corpse bride, but that, I think, I think it's just as scary on the visuals once they're yeah. down in the afterworld. That's, there's also, a, there's yeah. death in that you got to get around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Coraline, like it's about a, a younger girl. Which could be better for Charlie, but no. then the whole other mother thing, it's like, no, we can't have her we, thinking that you're like secretly a, a spider monster. We tried Coraline and it was sa- similar about halfway through. She was like, I am kind of upset by all of this. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Coraline is the scariest of the three. That we're just, That's probably yeah, true. I, I would yeah. say. Coraline disturbs yeah. me as an adult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, Sydney... In case you, we didn't say this at the beginning of the episode, we're going to do spooky stuff for, for this month of October. Yes. So, Sydney, what is next on our spooky agenda? Uh, next, I want to talk about the movie Practical Magic. Aww. All right. I'm so excited for this. Um, this I don't. Is, this is one of those movies that mom introduced us to that I actually went, all right, mom. All right. Yeah. This is yeah. great. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think I don't, I don't think I've seen it since mom introduced me to it when I was in like, Eight or eight or ninth grade, I think. Eighth or ninth grade. So it's been a long time since I have seen this movie. I uh, it it is it was always my go to for when like Justin was out of town <laughs> without without us and I was here alone and I'd get the kids to sleep and then I would sit on the couch and like have a beer and watch Practical Magic. <laughs> so oh, <Sid. laughs> yeah, I know it's it's fine. It's mock worthy. It's fair. That's a good um, movie. Great yeah. soundtrack. Yes, I am excited to get to watch it again. All right. Well, we will talk about that next week. In the meantime, thank you both. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. I hope you're enjoying this spooky season that has started as much as you can mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> you can still be spooky indoors. Yes. Wear your costumes and take pictures and mm-hmm. eat some candy. No. Yeah. Don't don't be frustrated. Halloween isn't canceled. We just can't have parties Halloween or trick or treat. But is Halloween is not an event. It's a state well, of mind. I mean. Well, I see people saying Halloween's canceled. I'm I know. It's not canceled. I'm just saying it's a state of, it's a state of mind. We're just going to dress up every day. Yeah. Here well, in this, our home. We're all wearing costumes right now. Yes. This this is a, if anything, this is the scariest Halloween we've had in a while. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. National point. unrest and the plague. Woo. Ooh. On many levels. <laughs> we can be disturbed. Mm. Yeah. But also wear costumes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And Perhaps eat some candy. Sure. Lots of candy. Watch scary movies that might now be less scary than what's going on in the real world. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. Every uh, movie where I see people interacting and like touching each other scares me now. So that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. Hard same. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all. <laughs> thank you to um, Maximum Fun. You should go to MaximumFun.org. That's the network that our show is on and there are lots of great shows there and you would love them so go check those out and you can tweet at us at still buff you can email us at still buffering at maximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or comments and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind 
This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I'm still buffering. And, and I, I am too. too. Do you think we're a good Halloween podcast, even though we're a bad fishbuck and cereal podcast? I guess. Are we like an okay Halloween we're podcast? Okay. Uh, we are an okay Halloween podcast. Put that on the iTunes. Let's make a t-shirt. Out. <laughs>